Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. I got another update from Eric from Sage News. If you haven't followed Eric, I want you to. And the reason why is because I think he's putting out so much amazing truth. Uh, he gives such a great uh, analyst side to the whole freight shipping industry, the supply chain crunch, because he is a freight broker, but he also was a truck driver for years before he started his own company and became a freight broker and started crushing it. Eric, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on again, buddy. Uh, absolutely. I am so, it sounds funny. And I just want to share this real quick before we get into this topic of the trucking industry. I get more excited, I think, about you passing 10,000 than you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And I really appreciate you helping me out putting that last minute video out because I wanted to do it before the end of the year. So we ran with that video and I blew through it just before the end of the year. And I'm at like 11,000 and just keep going strong from there. And, and I'm just going to live up to that and keep pushing it out. And then eventually I help other people and we just pass it on. Exactly. That's the thing. We want to sow into other uh, YouTube channels, social media channels of people coming out, bringing the truth. Um, this is what Ninja Nation is all about. It wasn't me. It was you, the awesome, awesome group of subscribers we have. Thank you so much. All right, Eric, we're going to be talking about the possibility of some catastrophic changes in the trucking industry because of uh, tanker drivers possibly wanting to switch over to, to vans. And we're going to talk about the terminology. So talk. let's jump right in. So basically, I'm going to pull this up. I'm going to share screen real quick. All right. So basically... What's happening is um, a lot of the there's so much van freight out there that a lot of van companies are having to raise their rates a lot to keep drivers. Um, here's an example of Florence uh, Lawrence Freight ups driver pay as much as 40 percent. Um, and even in the article down here, it kind of goes over. Um, drivers earn about eighty eight thousand annually and flatbed drivers about ninety two thousand. Well, I immediately jumped out to tanker drivers and your tanker drivers, it's a little bit harder work. You're running at night, you're driving a tanker. You usually have to have a hazmat endorsement. You're hauling fuel and, and oil and propane and stuff like that. Um, and you have to be outside to work the hoses and fill up the gas uh, stations and stuff like that. Well, they were making about that much money. So I, I called a bunch of those guys and spoke to one, you know, a good friend of mine. And he said that a lot of his buddies that tall tanker, are probably looking to make the move to go back to go to van yeah, just because yeah. now that they're matching the money, why, you know, they don't want to work harder for the same amount of money that they can do drive a van where you just back up to a door. So they're staying in the trucking field. But the issue is, is because of that price fluctuation, they're actually looking to leave the tanker and go to the van. Now that's great for van, but the only way to keep that driver in that tanker is to now pay more money, which caught, which says more money for your gas, more money for your fuel oil, for your heating, your house and anything that's that tanker, they're going to have to pay the drivers more just to keep them on. You know, and I want to bring up a, a point uh, that a lot, not a lot of people realized what happened back in last January, January, 2021, a lot of uh, truck drivers lost their hazmat endorsement because of a Right. Uh, a rule a law that was in, enacted that if they had certain things on their background check, they lost their hazmat endorsement. So Correct. that's why we went through that massive, massive um, squeeze when we didn't have enough fuel tanker drivers. Now, the problem is now we're also seeing other things, Eric, are we seeing younger people being trained up to be drivers right now? Yeah. So now what they did was, is the government basically said that they're going to do a, a program that an 18 year old could actually drive um, inter state. Uh, they can actually drive into multiple states. Now, every state's different. Like New York, you could be 20 and get a CDLB, but you had to stay in New York and stuff like that. But now they're making a where an 18-year-old can actually drive cross-country. 
Now, in my opinion, it's not the best idea, but we're at a point that they're they're kind of desperate for drivers as it is. And an 18-year-old, when it comes to the responsibility, can be kind of dangerous. We've already seen somebody that was 25 or 26 ended up getting into an accident and killing four people. And everybody kind of knows that Colorado story. Now that he originally got 110 years, but it was reduced to 10. Let me jump in real quick. So, so regardless of how we feel about age, right? I mean, my, my big thing is if, man, if you're old enough to fight for our country, you're old enough to do anything, honestly, but that is true. There is an amount of experience that is needed, right. Of being on the road. Now that's not why I brought that up. What I'm thinking is this is where we're at as a country right now. Um, we're having to do things that we've never done before and, and stretch our bounds as far as, or essentially, I guess our limitations, because right. we have such a driver shortage right now. We have a lot of people that are quitting just because they're like, this just isn't worth it. The deal that the stuff that I have to go through every day, and I'm trying to choose my words wisely yeah. um, to go to work, who I have to deal with, the attitudes I have to deal with, I'm quitting. We're doing, seeing a lot of early retirements. Now, what's really interesting is like you were saying, Eric, there is a lot of people or a lot of companies out there who pay big money because they want to keep their Amazons in business or UPS in business, right. you know, all these companies. And so we may see a massive shift, like you're saying, and that's what's gnarly. And I'd be really curious by the comment section, if you are driving for uh, companies right now, what is it like for you? Are you a, and I hate to use the term, but you call it tanker and van, right, Eric? Correct. Tanker and van. Yep. So, Tanker is, you know, anything you're hauling bulk, liquid, things like, you know, uh, uh, fuel, oil, things like that. Van would be considered delivery style services, right? Dry goods. Okay. So, you know, I want to hear from all of you guys, from the tanker uh, drivers, the van drivers, what are you guys seeing? I want to see it in the comment section, because I think it's very important that we get the real story. And especially for the investors and the everyday person on the street, how is this going to affect? Eric, what do you think? How would this affect if, in fact, we see a mass migration from tanker drivers to van drivers? What do you expect? Well, take that tanker driver issue, you're going to have to raise the rates to keep those drivers in their place. Because we all know it's it's better to pay more money and keep than to retrain, right? To, to keep that person on. So to do that, you now have to raise that pay, which means now you have to charge more money for deliveries, for fuel, oil, and as it is. And we're already in an energy crunch as it is. Do we need another reason to have higher price in regards to gasoline and fuel oil for heating? Yeah, I completely agree. So especially in the near term, if this flood of employees jump from one uh, style of driving and delivery to another, we could see some serious supply chain issues. Correct. Really, there's nothing you can do about it. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I love, I love bringing the positive side of things. And I say, you know, keep your fuel tank full or have some extra food. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this could be very devastating. And, yeah. I, and I, I'm not joking. <laughs> You know, I went and bought a hybrid for a certain reason. And right now, it I do not believe it's a time to buy a car because these crazy inflated prices. But really, it's one of those situations where the country has to actually heal itself if this happens, right? Right. It actually is. And it's just one of those things that it's, if you're in the trucking field, you want to get the most, you know, do the most or be home more. You're, if that change is possible and you can still make the money you were making now, you're going to make that change. And I can't hold that against that person because that's, you know, what they need to do. They're going to do that. No, and actually, not only do I not hold it against you, I encourage it. I'm going to be honest with you because I believe that the free market should be free and it shows the companies that aren't paying enough. Well, you know what? If you want to keep staying in business, you need to pay more. Sure, it may force some companies out of business and that that's, uh, sucks. But free markets allow the best 
freedom for the employee as well. Because if you're not being treated right, you're going to go. And someday that bad boss or that bad in, uh, company that has bad policies is going to either go broke or they're going to figure it out and they're going to change. So I do right. encourage people, if you have a better, an ability to make more money, go make it right now, crush it, buy some real assets, get out of debt, get ready to take advantage of this economic crash and not be part of it. Absolutely. And if you're in the trucking industry, just realize that what's kind of going on. So if you're looking to make that change, make that change. Yeah. Make that change because that's, you got openings. I love it. I don't think there's anywhere better to end this, Eric. So guys, again, follow Eric on Sage News. I absolutely love his content. Really enjoy speaking with him and collaborating together. Give us your opinions too of how this is going, guys. And again, share on all your social media platforms. With that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.